ask you something, Sarah. Have you recovered? Have you recovered from watching That's My Boy? Yeah, I made a, a full full recovery. <laughs> I'm perfectly prognosis healthy. is good. Prognosis <laughs> clear. Bill of health from your doctor. Yes, for <laughs> sure. I had to tell him about a. About it though, because I was so concerned. That oh I my! Be able to like your it. actual doctor, you told. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god! I was <laughs> like, oh my god, I, Sarah, what have I done to you by making you watch this movie? I mean, I have told them about the pop pop podcast, but not about that specific film. I mean, I know that it's like doctor patient confidentiality, but does he think? Does he? It's a he. He. He thinks. Does he think there's something wrong with us doing this podcast? No. no. Was he like? Isn't that really specific? No, he was not. I've had a couple of people say that to me. Isn't it kind of, aren't you going to run out of movies? And I was like, actually, not You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Between the movie and the TV shows and the SNL appearances, there's actually quite a bit of material. Plus, do we want to be doing this in 50 years? Like, we we don't need it. What, you don't? You don't want to to be? Are you telling me you don't want to do this in 50 years is that what you're saying i am telling you that yes so there's a are you saying there's a shelf life on this podcast there's a shelf life on this podcast what is 50 years <laughs> <laughs> well you heard it here folks uh in 50 years we won't be doing this podcast anymore i mean at some point i suppose we could what if we end up having to revisit films like then we'll have to watch that's my boy again oh god in 50 no. years no uh let's just hope these actors keep making all this great content for us to enjoy so that yeah. we don't have to ever watch that's my boy again yeah and that new <laughs> that news you, you you gave us last time about their upcoming stuff like I'm, yeah four four two uh so welcome to the adam and andy podcast i'm one of your hosts nicole i'm your other host sarah and this is a podcast where we only watch andy sandberg and adam driver films yes Yes, we know it's niche, but if you're here and you're listening, then you are, you get it. You're in our niche. You get it. You get it. Yeah. Um, so Sarah, I don't have a lot of news items. You know, last time I came in with some news, yeah. there's not a whole lot of news because honestly, we just did this like two weeks ago. Yeah. So not a lot I'd has happened. That there was a lot of news. I mean, I would, you would hope that every two weeks there'd be a fresh, just like rush of news about these two actors but there's not a lot um uh adam driver is apparently in ireland right now filming the last duel Mm. which production was interrupted by covid oh yeah and so he's uh apparently in ireland doing that people wearing masks doing their covid protocols and whatnot um and uh the other news i have is that today as of this recording when we're recording this episode uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been on the air for seven years. Wow. The pilot aired seven years ago. For some reason, I thought it would have been like 10 years. It feels like it's been around for a long time. Uh, this pi- this uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine is as old as my son. Oh, wow. As old as my son, Lucas, my middle child. Isn't he turning eight soon, like next month? He is. So I guess he's technically a little older than Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but like just a little bit. Yeah. Maybe like a all right. So so all right. Well, you've ruined it, Sarah. You've ruined it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I need to be accurate with your You're kids' right. a, 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 a ages. I'm so You're right. sorry. I was trying to draw a personal comparison, and it was uh, it was inaccurate. Clearly, Nicole. 
Uh, sorry, I, I came here for a fight. I watched Marriage Story. Okay. And I'm in, apparently in a, in a confrontational mood. I am not your girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the, are you saying that I am the Adam Driver in this relationship? Uh well she fought with him too didn't she oh that's true I kind thought you of. were saying I were I thought you were saying no I just mean I'm not the one to fight with got it I got it I get it I get no. it um oh I do have an oopsie though I do have okay. an oopsie so we already have another oopsie so l- last week or sorry not last week but two weeks ago on the uh, last episode uh during the news segment I said that Adam Driver was in a new sci-fi film which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I said that it was called, for some reason I said it was called 95, but it's yeah. called 65. I don't know why uh... I said that. I think there was like something we were talking about that took place in, oh, it was, it was the Gucci movie takes place in 1995. And so uh, I think no, my no. stupid brain just kind of like melded the two things together, but the name of the movie is 65. It is not okay. 95 and i've been losing sleep over it ever since oh no so i just had to get in here and and say that i know that the movie is not called 95 it's called 65 man that's just i know we're disappointing everyone i'm disappointed i feel like i'm disappointing everyone no um so that's that's all i've got for like the news and the oopsies today not a whole lot not a whole lot of new stuff um shall we talk about this week's movie yes uh so this week we're talking about marriage Marriage story Story. yay Yay. i should Um, be called divorce story just oh yeah for sure like i don't know why i mean i guess it's would anyone have watched something called divorce story i i feel like every noah bombeck movie is a divorce story is it not probably is he Um, divorced he is. In fact, okay. I didn't look this up, so this might be next week's oopsie corner. So if it is, just like in advance, everyone just expect. But I'm pretty sure, in reading about Noah Bombeck, that he was married to Jennifer Jason Lee, right? Had kids and whatnot, and had an affair with Greta Gerwig, and then they, and then Jennifer Jason Lee and Noah Bombeck divorced. And then he married Greta, and then he and Greta Gerwig married. I believe that is the backstory there. You look horrified. I wish that the people listening could see my face. I they can <laughs> if you watch our vidcast of this podcast on the Critical Crop Top YouTube channel. Uh, they can um, see your face. It's like a disgruntled toad face. Um, Ooh, that's harsh. I grunt disgruntled. Yes, toad. I don't know about that um that's yeah no i definitely feel like this is definitely based on some kind of true like not all the details but like the fact that they're both artists like Mm -hmm. the person who made the movie is a director Mm -hmm. like it's very meta i mean he tried to set it in the theater but it's meta as fuck Mm -hmm. except for Noah Bombeck wishes he looked like Adam Driver. I mean, don't we all when we make a movie about ourselves? And yes. like, are we all just making movies about ourselves? I'm not going to fault him for that. But yes, it did feel very personal. Now, whether mm-hmm. or not he's ever cut his arm open with a pocket knife and, and passed out on his kitchen floor, I don't know. Oh my gosh, I love that part so much. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> he's bleeding to death. I was so upset. <laughs> I was Chris and I were like, die. we were like, holy shit, he is fucking bleeding everywhere. Um, 
I watched this movie with my husband, by the way. Yes. Who I hope I was trying to make it up to him for him having to sit through. That's my boy. Um, yes. Did it make up for it or did I it mean, just make him feel bad? No. Well, we definitely felt like shit after we watched it, but not in the same way that we felt like shit after we watched That's My Boy. It was a different kind of feeling like, like shit. That's My Boy. It feels like you ate. I hate like, to keep shitting on that movie, giant, but like, but it feels like you ate like a fun, like a, a fun, bad burrito, a, fun, a, fun, a funnel cake or like a bad burrito or something. But like after Marriage Story, it feels like you just got a divorce. Like that's how it's, it's like. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I'm still. OK, so first of all. I want to say about Marriage Story. I mean, we haven't even gotten into our list yet. I feel like this is going to be buckle in because I feel like this is going to be a long conversation. Um, I haven't. So as as you all may know or may not know, one of the reasons we started this podcast is because since quarantine started, I have been watching a lot of Adam Driver films as my comfort food. Right. Mm-hmm. In this time of quarantine, I have not watched Marriage Story because I was very concerned about the thirst confusion. Oh. Like I thought I was like I feel like the sadness of this movie and the the triggering factor of the whole divorce mm-hmm. situation would confuse. confuse my thirst okay. sensors, you know? Sense, yeah. Um did it? Uh I mean not fully but it did I think it did dull them a little bit like it's very mm. like I still have I still wrote down I don't I hope you did as well and I yes. think we should hold on that the end yeah yeah let's yeah, hold on to the I end have 11 you have 11 moments of thirst 11 mm-hmm. I only wrote down 3 I thought we were sticking to to 3 I just kept right 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 writing them down <laughs> I am not gonna put a tamper on this. I'm not like you. I am. I am now looking forward to your eleven moments of thirst. I actually had wrote written down four, and I narrowed it down to three. I'm so sorry. I didn't tell no, you. No, I was no. Like, fucking. Let's get as much. Let's cram as much thirst as we can into this podcast. That's what the people are here for, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I don't. I, my thirst was not like. Uh, my thirst was not per- stopped. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, um, per, I didn't, you know, it, it's, you can't, I mean, how could, how can you like, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll come across a, an Adam driver film where like the, our thirst is repressed. I'm sure there's gotta be a, a, a movie somewhere. About, uh, where I that think happens. this is the closest one, but yeah, I, I, I had I, through my haze of depression, it was a little hard to feel thirsty, but I did manage mm-hmm. to feel thirst despite the overwhelming sadness <laughs> that pervades this movie. Yes. This is a good film. Yes. I think this is a very good film. Yeah. It is. I, I do there I do have some gripes with it. Okay. And we'll get to I think we'll get to that. Um but uh it is a good film. The acting is spectacular. The the writing is good too. The writing's very good. The sh- the 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 block I I know it's weird to just like zero in on a blo- on blocking as a thing. Like the blocking, mm-hmm. of course those of you guys who are not like don't regularly work in film blocking is where the actors are positioned in relation to the camera and as they move around in space mm-hmm. that's a fair representation yeah. of what it is right yeah. i chris and i kept being drawn to like the blocking of the movie and like we talked a lot about the blocking so that was something i had written down anyway uh it's uh it's a great movie and let's why don't we just dive in okay do you want to go first sure 
Okay, what's what do you um, want? What's on your list there? So I just love the way it begins, where they each list their the things that they love about each other, and then you mm-hmm. re- realize they're in this like divorce me- me- mediator's o- o- office. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them to say the things they they lo- 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 love about each other before mm-hmm. they start the divorce process. And it's just like, uh Yeah, it's like a stab to the heart, like right off the bat. They're like, yeah. we're just gonna and and I I obviously went into the movie knowing that knowing that this was about a divorce. So I wasn't like, oh, this is a, I I if you didn't know what it was about, you might feel like oh this is a movie about love which it is but yeah. it's like about the i didn't disintegration know disintegration of it i thought i didn't yeah. know that it was about divorce so oh they were, they were saying i love this things this and this so i was like okay so this is nice you know like well i think i had a feeling that that the movie had divorced but i thought this was like in their relationship i didn't know that, that this was like when they were at the start of of the divorce like i thought oh. this was when they still loved each other and had a good relationship well i would argue that they never stopped loving each other yeah but they had come to a point where the relationship they had decided to part ways or she She had had decided decided. but he did too because he he fucked that stage manager chick so Uh by the way should I tell the, should I tell our listeners what what the conversation Chris and I had about that about the the cheating? Maybe. You don't remember I texted you the next yeah. day. Should yeah. I? Sure. Oh, now it seems weird. Maybe I shouldn't. We have this conversation practically every time we watch a movie where someone cheats. Like I get I get like I just I don't know why, but I feel the need to say this to him as though he doesn't, as though he needs to hear it. He doesn't. But every single time we watch any kind of movie or film or whatever TV show where someone cheats, I'm always like, don't ever fucking cheat on me. I will tear your balls off and I will wear them as a hat. Like I literally say that every time. But this time when we were watching this movie, he said back to me, oh yeah, well, like, don't cheat on me because I'll wear your labia as earmuffs. (laughs) (laughs) um anyway we're mature so yeah the opening is really god this whole fucking movie is sad the opening is really beautiful i love when she gives him the trumpet and like you know the way they uh, the way they talk about each other and a lot of that stuff in the opening are you know later gets brought up again in the hearing but in a negative way which was you know oof um okay okay here's what i here's my thing up first thing on the list i i would like to ask you sarah is there anything more insufferable than a man who directs theater no (laughs) no it just gives me the i just like uh i I just but yet i think this is a testament to adam driver's charisma somehow Mm. he made even a man who owns his own theater looks sexy. You don't think so? I just, I didn't like that part, part, part of his character. Like I liked okay. other aspects of his character, but the, you didn't when, like whenever, him directing theater. Whenever that came up, it just, uh, just left a bad t- taste in my mouth. Mm. I just like, 
because it just reminds me of certain sure yeah i know i think that i think same same z's um i i and we're we're half joking we actually know a lot of men who direct theater that are wonderful people but i do feel like there's this like and i've seen it in other movies and i've experienced it in real life but i do think there is this type of man who owns theaters and directs them who just like needs to be in control of people yeah yeah and i do think that was an aspect of his character that they said about him that he needed to control things yes and And he right but did you see him doing it in the movie no that so here's another gripe that i have with the movie if he is controlling why didn't i see that there was one scene Okay. Where he gave her notes. So he had seen her last performance yes. or whatever, and he gave her notes, even though she wasn't going to do the show anymore. That was just like. That was small potatoes, though. Although I will say that combined with the way her mother responded, like acted towards her when she got to her mother's house. Mm-hmm. Like once you get to the lawyer scene where she meets Nora for the first time, by the way, Laura Dern, fucking amazing. Love her. Um, and Scarlett Johansson. ScarJo was great yeah. in this movie really yeah. good she's actually a really great actress I mean, yeah like- she is i mean yeah. i've always thought she was a great actress uh i don't love that she makes some dumb choices with like her movie roles sometimes but um we all know we all know what i'm referring to um you know what i'm talking about right which one well i'm just talking about how she like you know she's famously took several parts that are like she's accepted roles i should say mm-hmm. that like there was uh what was the name i can't remember the name of the movie but the character was like a in the comics was like japanese and she played when also oh, there was a okay. movie that was in development about a trans man and she was going to like play the play? trans man yeah okay. it was like a whole thing anyway we all okay. we've all heard about that stuff and it's dumb and her response yeah. to it was dumb i'm not saying that the complaints about it are dumb. The complaints are very valid. I'm saying that her ignorance about it is yeah. dumb. Okay. I hadn't heard about that stuff, I don't think. But she's a great actress in this yeah. movie. Um, where was I go- going with this? Oh yeah. So Laura Dern. The in the uh the lawyer's office when she meets with Laura Dern for the first time, like her like her character, Laura Dern's character is obviously very good at her job. And also I think it seems like she knows exactly what to say. Mm-hmm. To, like to get what she wants yeah but also i was like i feel like nicole that's the character's name not me yeah hey I feel you like, have a character named nicole nicole i i can't say if i'm happy about that um she needed that like laura dern's character was the first person in the whole movie to ask her how she was feeling mm-hmm. and what she needed yeah like no one had asked her that not until her mom, then. Not her sister not, not her, her no one not her, not her soon-to-be ex-husband no one in fact everybody was telling her what to do and why her feelings were wrong and even the marriage facilitator was like yeah. invalidating her she's like i don't want to read this list and he's like well you have to basically and she's like well i don't yeah. want to yeah so but yeah i think that yeah, him giving her notes, that was a dick move. Yeah. I mean, for me, it just, 
illustrated that. I think that if we had had more scenes in the, the theater, we would have seen more of the control, 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 controlling aspect of him. But you're right. If you are that kind of controlling person, it does bleed into the rest of your life, too. Yeah, I so. felt like it was a cop-out to say he's controlling and then show me only the vulnerability of him. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem fair. Yeah. And and that's my biggest complaint with all with all the no Bombek movies that I've personally seen is that a lot of times the women look, there are a lot of things that I love that he brought up in this in this movie and I'll get to those, but I also feel like sometimes like many men writing women, like his treatment of the women in the movie is not fair to me. It's not fair and it's it's like I see a lot of like, like, I think he tried very hard to make this seem like it was no one's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like little things like that where I'm like, okay, so she said he's controlling. I don't, but I don't see it. I just see him yeah. trying really hard all the time. I, I, is that fair? He was trying so hard. He kept coming into LA and he was, I mean, he, fucking lost his whole career basically by the end of the movie like he got not totally but i mean he ended up in la anyway and yeah yeah in the actual film he was trying to see his son which is Um, good i'm i'm glad that that he cared and that we see a dad who cares like that's beautiful we should see more dads who want to be in their children's lives but i never really saw anything that indicated to me like other even the cheating wasn't really t- it was like he was a it was like he the writer was afraid to really touch on the shit that mm-hmm. made him and her him bad for her in yeah other than what she said about That's him yeah. you know what i mean like he yeah. wasn't ready to go there and go look this is this is why they shouldn't be together yeah he wasn't ready to go there you know yeah yeah you're right i think that based on the things that we were told about him, I didn't, I didn't like him just from the stuff that I was told Mm. about him. But I think that Adam driver uh, once again, portrayed him really um, sensitively and um, And maybe that was it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I could definitely, I think that it, I don't know. I think it's hard to say what should have been in the movie because like I feel like everything that was in the movie was good yeah I agree I'm just saying like when you step back and look at it here's what I'd like to here's here let me take this one step further whose story is this I just feels like it's his exactly and I want I feel like the movie wants to be about from both of their points of view but I don't think it is no and we get some of in early on, we get a lot of Nicole's like a lot of scenes with Nicole in them. But if her journey is I'm disappearing. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then then her journey at the end should be like, I feel like a whole person. Mm-hmm. But I feel like somewhere along the middle, her journey gets dropped. Yes. And like it's so it becomes all about what she's doing to him, what she's taking away from him. Right. The bad things that she's said, the bad things her lawyer is do, 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 doing, and he's in this helpless, like, what is ha- happening to me? Yes, which I'm sure is how it feels for him. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. But I, at the beginning, was like, oh, am, maybe I'm going to get both of their points of view here. This mm-hmm. is a movie about how, and I do think the movie is trying to be a movie about how divorce is hard for everyone and no one's really at fault and everybody loses something. I feel like they that's what the movie is trying They made to her do. more at fault. I don't know that they made her at fault, but I just don't think they, I don't think it, I don't think I, I don't think her journey was attended to. Mm-hmm. I didn't see her journey wrap up. What I saw was a man who started out with the things that he like a life the way that he wanted it to be. And in the course of that had to make changes and concessions in order to stay in his son's life. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, I saw it as here's this bad guy who we're going to say is a bad guy and then have his I never saw him be bad like I never saw that but we're going to say he's a bad guy and then we're going to have this woman his ex-wife come in and take everything away from him and that's what it felt like it felt like she was the person who was like he initially did the bad stuff but then the whole movie was how she was taking stuff away from him how her pull, 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 pulling out of the marriage, it made her seem more like the bad guy in the end. Like in mm. the end, it made, like at the beginning, he was the bad guy. And at the end, she, she, she was. I could see that. I, I don't know that personally that is what I came away with. I just came away with the movie really wasn't about her ultimately. That's what I came away with. I don't really feel like she was the, the bad guy. Um, and I'll get to why I have that. I haven't a uh, 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 something about that, but I I definitely see how one could come to that conclusion. I definitely think that's an easy yeah. conclusion well, to come to based I, on what we see. I don't think she's a bad guy. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. I'm saying mm-hmm. that it felt like the movie was trying to say mm-hmm. that she was that she turned into the person who was taking the kid away away from him. I can see that. I can see that. All right, what's next on your list? Um, so, I mean, I wrote a lot of things, but this is one of the things, um, the scene after he, um, gives her notes and she Mm -hmm. like, and she's like, you know, I can't cry on stage and, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she leaves the room and instantly bursts into tears and then she goes and lays down and it's like, she's grieving the loss of him and he's right there and she can't go and hug him and... Mm -hmm. I mean, who would? But I'm just saying, like, just the idea of being so like Ugh, it's that like tears it's like a, my heart like out. Death, but yeah. like he's still alive in the next room. Mm-hmm. It's just really sad that. So that's what I thought Sarah, when I saw her. You are gonna make me cry. I did Sorry. not cry during this movie, by the way. I think I put up like a, a armor or something. Chris cried. I, I, I cried at the end, and we'll we'll get to the part. Yeah, that's when actually, that's same 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 for yeah. Chris. I didn't yeah. cry though. I don't know why, but like something about the way you just said that, it really like it really hit me really hard. Sorry, I don't know. It's okay. You can make you can make me cry. I'll I'll, I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the blocking in this movie. Um, starting with the scene where. Adam Driver is just like eating a rotisserie chicken at the counter. 
Is this in the... Um... This is when she's serving him with the divorce papers. And he's just like eating a fucking rotisserie chicken, just like straight out of the container. Like what a strange choice. Also, there's another scene where... Uh, uh, Nicole is talking to the lawyer that lawyer scene, this first scene with the lawyer where she's talking to her and then she goes into the bathroom off screen and keeps talking and blows her nose off screen and then walks out of the bathroom and comes back but the camera just never cuts do you remember that she's talking to Nora about uh, about Charlie and their relationship and she starts to get upset and she like leaves the room and the camera stays on the door to the bathroom she walks to the bathroom goes inside the bathroom blows her nose keeps talking from inside the bathroom and then comes back out again i just thought it was really interesting it was i feel like and also chris pointed this out as well that the 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 camera there was a lot of close-ups but the care actors didn't have they weren't it wasn't like the 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 way the film was shot was not trying to make them look beautiful the way that a lot of movies do you know like I yeah. mean, there's they weren't wearing very much makeup. No, both of them looked kind of. You could re- see every. Regular. You could see every mole on Adam Driver's face, which I love. Um, love his moles, and uh, Marjo looked very plain. Like, yeah, not it bad, was. It, just, it, it was almost yeah. there was almost something documentary like about it. Like it was definitely yeah. a film, and everything was like designed in a particular way. But the blocking and the camera angles and the way it was shot, it didn't. It wasn't meant to make everything look. It meant. I felt it was meant to like ground you in like the reality of what was going on, yeah. and so it definitely yeah. had like a it bit of a look like real people. Yes, as real as you can make two of the most gorgeous human beings yes. ever to walk this earth look. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that. Also, you, Sarah, you know how I feel about people eating on screen. Yes, there was there was some of that. Yes. So the chicken scene was very difficult for me. That was tough. Because he's just like, he's like touching the chicken and like eating it while he was talking. And I was like, oh my God, please make it stop. I literally don't remember that at all. I I don't, I couldn't think about anything else for like several minutes afterwards. Just like him, like just fucking eating this rotisserie chicken. Um, what, what, what if each time we record, I just sit here and eat, and you have to like watch me and listen? I to would eat. die. I would literally die if you did that. But it's me. I know, kidding. but you know how I feel about watching yeah. people eat yeah. on screen. I hate it. I don't like it. I I know this is some of you guys might be new to us. Uh, we've been doing another show called The Feminine Mistake for four years. It's well known that I don't like watching actors eat. Mostly, I don't like it when actors make an acting choice to eat. Like when you have a character who's like, I eat peanuts while I talk to people. I fucking hate that shit. Mm. (laughs) Um, I'm not saying I hated him eating the rotisserie chicken. It felt very natural. But also, I was just like, ew. Like, it's just, it was gross. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what's next on your list? Now that I got that out of my system. Um... uh... This made me, made me laugh, actually. I mean, there were some p- parts that, 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 that made me laugh. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Where she was describing how she met Char- Char- Charlie to mm-hmm. the, um, to Nora, and she described yeah. him as a bear. Well, he was dressed as a bear, right? Or was he an, wasn't he dressed as a bear? I don't remember him being dressed as a bear. I, she just said a bear. And I was like, does he look like a bear? Like, I was I, It was an that. acting gig, right? So he was... Yeah. I, I took that to mean that he was dressed like a fucking bear, oh, like in a bear I thought, suit. I was I wrong like, about that? Like, 
I didn't I didn't hear bear suit. I just heard like <laughs> this bear of like this bear of a man, you know, and I was like, oh, I thought bear? it was like a fucking acting thing and he was in a fucking bear suit. I just I have that's, no idea. I, did I make that up? Listeners, tell us. Listeners, uh, uh, please uh, send us a message. Uh, tweeted us um, at AdamAntipod. Uh, was Charlie Barber in a bear suit when they met? I that's what I thought, but maybe I'm fucking insane. I, I just was I like, know. oh, it's you know one of those acting gigs where you find when one finds themselves in a bear suit. No, it could it could be, but for me, for my ears, it just and then I imagine like- them like you know later. After she like ditches her boyfriend, maybe they maybe they do it in the ba- while he's wearing the bear suit. I don't know. I'm just saying. No, I don't know. Um, well, with the head, so- well, with the head off, so- just with the head off. But the yeah, rest okay. of the because the head makes if the head's on, then then now you're a furry at that point. Yeah, yeah. Which no no kink shaming here. There's no kink shaming here. Anyway, I thought he just was dressed as a bear, but maybe that's so funny. Perhaps I just missed a line, or that, I like... made this up in my head. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that part just made me laugh. Whether he was in a bear suit or whether she was calling Adam Driver a bear, both of he those doesn't don't look make like sense. a bear to me, though. He looks like an o- otter. You think he looks like an otter? Well, that's the in. Isn't that the in? Well, he's, he needs a little bit more hair for that. Wow, this is very eye-opening to me. <laughs> I don't associate it with him and any particular animal. I don't know if I had to. Maybe I would go with like something kind of sleek, like a panther. No, I mean an uh, 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 otter in the gay community is someone who is thin, oh. thinner than a bear, not as much hair. Yeah, so like someone who's hairy but not as hairy as a bear. Sure. Thinner. He's not hairy though. He's I know what hairy, a bear is. So I know what you hair. mean by that. Yeah. But I did not I don't I wouldn't put him in that category. He's more of a mole rat. Just kidding. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't like I don't know if I like where this conversation is going. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh okay. Anything else to say about that? Um, that took us in an interesting direction that was very unexpected. I'm sorry, Nicole. No, it's fine. That's all I have for that. Um, I want to talk about, again, I'm going to circle back to Nicole's journey here. And, and what I think that Noah Bobek was trying to accomplish, but like, didn't quite get there. Um, is the idea that Nicole had that she was being like kind of eclipsed by this man in her life. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that happens commonly with women, especially women in a relationship with another creative. Mm-hmm. But like, I think a lot of women get married and have children and start to feel like they're disappearing. Like, I think that's a very common thing and that, that most women suffer with silently. And so I do appreciate that that was a thing that was brought up. Now I wish that there had been some resolution to that, that we had seen her finding success in a, some kind of real way. I, I didn't really get that. I just, honestly, I felt like her story got, just like dropped halfway through the movie. That's what it felt like to me. But that scene where she talks about what it feels like to disappear. I, 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 that is very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also I think it, you can relate that to other people who are in creative partnerships. And this, this was something that was brought up multiple times is 
is his success really his own success or is his success a result of this creative partnership that you share with someone, you know? Uh, and there are a lot of women who, who famously who have been a shadow behind their famous husband, the creator, right? There's, Mm -hmm. um, Zelda Fitzgerald, for example, who F. Scott Fitzgerald, like literally stole parts of her journals and used them in his book. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, there's, uh, recently somebody I, I, uh, learned about thanks to the, you must remember this podcast called, uh, Polly Platt, who was married to Peter Bogdanovich and she did costumes and production design, but, and then became a very famous producer. Like she produced a lot of films, but like she was many people, um, believe that she did a lot of script rewrites and other kind of directing kind of things casting help and things that her as peter bogdanovich's wife she was just there and they were doing this together but like she didn't get credit for the work that she was doing it all went to him right Mm -hmm. and then later in life when people were starting to credit her with some of that stuff and she was starting to accept that credit he became very angry and, and accused her of trying to steal and lie about like what her contributions were and then later with the uh, younger more up-and-coming filmmakers like um paul thomas anderson wait paul thomas anderson directed bottle rocket right anyway she produced bottle rocket and so it was kind of a similar thing and cameron crowe she produced one of his early movies and so it's not that she directed these movies but her contributions were at a level that was beyond and there are a lot of women in Hollywood who are very famous producers who are kind of in the shadows doing a lot of creative work that don't get credit for it. Anyway, I just wanted to point out that this is a common thing that happens. Um, I would even go so far as to say that look at Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig had, so this movie came out in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig had little women out at the same time, right? Yeah. No Bombeck getting all these directing awards, all these writing awards, right? All these nominations, yeah. I should say. And Greta Gerwig famously got shafted by most of the major awards for Little Women, which I have seen both of these films now. And yeah. this is a great movie, but is it better than Little Women? Like, no, Little Women is great. And if Little Women had been directed by someone else, Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it would have received more accolades than it did. I'm just saying, like, even Greta Gerwig, who is already was already like her own person when they became married. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I'm just saying, there is a real a, a real problem with wim- creative women getting, you know, pulled in like they become one organism, and the man six is the one who gets all the credit and that's yeah. what's a, seemed to be occurring to me in this movie right yeah yeah and so him acknowledging that is great i wish that that story thread had been continued and wasn't just brought up but then not really addressed you know yeah i agree yeah anyway um, i know that went on for some time but it's a thing that means a lot to me yeah, no, I I really did like how they talked about that and how it was what, the words that were ch- chosen to write about it to ex- for her to express that were very eloquent and um yeah, I feel like I've seen uh I've seen a few friends go go through 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 that in, in their relationships and 
Um, I think it's definitely something that ha- happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially with men who are control- troll- trolling like he's supposed to be. Right. And we didn't really get to see that aspect of their relationship, I feel like, mm-hmm. other than when he gave her the notes. Like, if I had seen more stuff like that, I would have been like, oh, yeah, totally. Um, got her climbing on that that whole scene in the theater. Look, I don't want to sound like I don't like theater. I love theater. But sometimes theater looks fucking absurd. Mm-hmm. And I just care the, for that. All of the shots of the play looked fucking absurd and maybe they were supposed to maybe maybe that was the point was, was for them genius to... i don't yeah no but i also did feel bad for him when he started to lose i mean it's hard to get to that place like i i know how hard it is to run like a, an arts organization or an arts business or whatever it's like you never have money you're always putting in your own money like i get it like it's hard and I started to, and I felt really bad for him when, like, he had to choose between his son and his career, basically. But women are mm-hmm. making those choices all the time, mm-hmm. like constantly. We're all yeah. we're expected to make that choice. But here you see a man having to make that choice: Do I want to be with my son, or do I want to stay in New York where my career is? Right. And ultimately, he, uh, ultimately he, you know, his play closes on Broadway, and he ends up in L.A. anyway. And he ends up doing the residency at the end of the film at UCLA, Mm -hmm. which isn't a bad gig, but not necessarily what he wanted. So, um, you know. But if you think about those 10 years that... um, That she gave him. That Nicole spent in New York when she wanted to be in LA. Or that she gave him hoping that he would return the favor when maybe their son was a little older. And if he had been more willing to return the favor maybe that marriage would have lasted yeah you know it seemed like they loved each other they just couldn't get they couldn't see eye to eye on each other's needs it feels like there was a fundamental like lack of like he according to the things that were said again not what was shown but according to the things that were said he seemed to not see her as a full person separate from him who had her own wants and needs and took them as seriously as he took his own. Uh, I think that I, yeah, I could definitely see that. I think to him, he just saw, I think his perspective was, sorry, I'm trying to fix my fucking lipstick. Um, I think what he saw was that they had built something together. I think that's what he thought was that they Mm -hmm. had built this thing together and that he was creating a space for her to perform so that mm-hmm. she would be happy doing that. But she wasn't happy doing that. And she tried to tell him that. I, I mean, honestly, I've, there's it's pretty clear that there was a fundamental problem with their communication. Yeah. That they weren't communicating with each other very well. And that continued yeah. throughout the film. No, that definitely was something. I don't think I wrote it down, but that was the theme that was like, she didn't reveal how much it hurt her what he had been doing basically all these years. And then he... Or not doing... Or, or not doing yeah and so i feel like that you know that is something that i feel like i in the past have done with certain relationships is i hold on to stuff that upsets me and i don't but they don't know. You know communicate and they don't know you know so then at the end it's like you know i've i've had you know I, sorry like i've had these thoughts 
but but he didn't you know. try to at least at the point where we see him he's not trying to change her mind about the no. divorce no um I mean, we don't see him try to change her mind about that so it wasn't like he was like i can change or which ironically yeah, he ended up having to change anyway he had to change yeah. to stay with his son but staying with the son was what he was willing to change for not for her yeah yeah it's interesting and he cheated which he's means he's a big cheater cheater and yeah. like ew, ew. yeah and okay i guess we'll get to that i don't know what, where that is but the, well there was we're <laughs> we've already been talking for 47 minutes <laughs> okay okay so let's get to it um let's get to it so the fight i guess is oh where my god I we have going. to talk about it we have yeah. to we have to it was so intense and yes. so horrible yes and, but it ended like the way it ended was so like I'm sure you've been in fights where like you say things that you shouldn't have said and then yeah. like, you immediately start crying and you're like I'm so sorry I didn't me- mean that you know but like what he says to her is just like he's like wishes that she were, were dead and have, she would get hit by a car and just be dead for 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 for, for forever or I don't know like mm-hmm. something horrible like that and then he just like bursts into tears and you know what an, an, what an amazing like raw performance from both yeah, of them both of them and, and she says things to well i mean they it's 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 building like i think that the that that whole thing was really earned that whole scene yes. because it starts with the hearing yes which is terrible which is terrible and the the lawyers are each saying like the worst thing that the other person could possibly imagine about themselves like yeah. the word every little thing being used against them yeah. like things that that you wouldn't have even thought of like oh i had a couple glasses of wine and i mentioned it to my husband and now he's using that against me per- portraying me like an alcoholic or yeah you know um i i you know my success isn't my own success i'm i'm nothing without my wife and now it's being said in front of everyone like it's yeah. like ev- all the worst things right yeah and then now they got to have some weird person come to the house and watch them and talk to them. And she just sits there watching them eat dinner, which was so fucking awkward. Yeah. Um, and so it builds to that. And it I, I don't know if they had a lot of fights like that in their lives before this, where they really said everything that they were thinking. But it kind of felt know. like it kind of felt like they didn't yeah. to me. Like this was or maybe I don't know. But the compassion, I think, with which they show each other when the fight is over at the end, yeah, is like really beautiful and not something you always see, I think, in movies when people have fights. Yeah. Because I think that it really is true that if you fight with someone you care about, that you love, it does end like that. Like it does end with you guys like saying you're sorry and crying and, you know, and I mean, I don't know, at least in my. Uh, when I fought with with my mom, I've never had a fight like that. With uh... actually, I've never had a fight like that even with my mom. That was a. a I'm trying fight. to think if I've ever. I mean, I I've definitely fought with people. Probably not like that in a long time. It's been a while. Although Chris and I do yell at each other constantly, but usually about dumb stuff like. We recently had a fight, get this, like literally the day before that we watched this movie. We had this fight because he showed me this TikTok video 
of this guy saying that he had tried to him and his friend used to sue each other so they could get on court tv shows and i was like that's fucking fake i was like i know people who work in reality tv they cast those fucking people and it's this fight we constantly have where whenever i say something that i feel confident about because i work in this industry and then he has to google it because he's like well and then he's got to go google it you've seen him do this right yes yes it drives me fucking insane and we had this huge fight right before bedtime over this shit where he was like, you're being so condescending. And I was like, well, why can't you just fucking like, uh, why can't you fucking trust that I know what the fuck I'm talking about? Like, we were just like fighting over this just absolutely dumb shit until finally we it was like time for bed. And I was like, I cannot go to bed with this. Like, can we just agree that this fight is stupid? And just like. Per, just forget about it like let's just stop talking about it <laughs> but like I neither know. one of us wants to drop it because we both yeah. have to be right like, yeah both of us have to be right all the time yeah yeah and so we fight but it's about shit like that yeah uh um, yeah that's interesting you both do have to be right but i don't know like you guys just work i don't know like no i mean we actually were joking about this during the movie where you I was are. like, well, yeah, where I was like, I guess I'd rather fight about court TV casting choices, which, by the way, I want to point out I have I do ca- one of my side gigs is I'm a casting director and I've literally seen actors submit reels that have tape from those court TV shows. Like I was <laughs> like, Chris, I've fucking seen the Look tapes. I've seen no. the receipts. Um, and he still was Googling it and I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) Um, so, but this, which brings me to my next point, which is, I think what, what, I think what the movie does well, and it does a lot of things well, we're picking it apart a little bit here, but that's what we do. You know, uh, I think one of the things this movie does well is that you can be in love with somebody and it's not enough. And I know a lot of movies have gone that territory but you can love each other very much but and but all relationships take work and you can be happy today but next year you might be on the verge of divorce because you're just not communicating you know what i mean like if you're not working at it together if you let it drift apart if you let that communication that flow of communication stop like no one is immune from this. And this was something that Chris and I talked about. Both of us are children for, uh, from divorced families. So this was like, you know, this whole movie was very brought up a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, we were he was we were kind of joking about how like, oh, thank you know, thank God that we're not them, you know, the people in this yeah. movie. And I was just like, that, I mean, this could be us anytime. This could be anyone. It doesn't take a lot for the thing to fall apart. If you let yeah. it fall apart. Yeah, that's true. You have to make a choice to hang in there and make it work and make and make sacrifices and, and agree to go to LA for a year or whatever. Like you have to make choices to sacrifice things that you want for the other person, or any of us could end up in their situation. And I think the movie communicates that well. Yeah, they don't seem like bad there there aren't no. they're not bad people. It's just they're like not. it's the it's the commu- 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 communication thing like you said 
And just that get away from at a certain point, they weren't willing to, she wasn't willing to uh, give him any more chances, I guess. And he wasn't willing to change. Yeah. Or whatever. Or she held on too long and maybe she didn't communicate her, uh, her pain clearly, or maybe she tried and he didn't listen. Yeah. And then I know like, I've experienced this before in one of my relationships, but like you hold on for so long and then one day you just realize that you stopped holding Mm -hmm. on and you had let them go. Yeah. Like there's no coming back from that once you make make it up in your mind. So I think she Mm -hmm. probably just like had reached the point where it was like, oh, well, this is who he is and I can't stay. (sighs) I'm going to need to eat so much chocolate after this episode. I mean, that's what I did after this movie. I was just like fucking, I was like inhaling chocolate, not to be a cliche. but I, I laid in my bed and ate chocolate and watched that. There's a Netflix show about video games called High Score. And I was just like, I got to fucking watch this. I can't go to bed with these feelings. Um, there was something that she said in the fight that I just want to say because it mm-hmm. made me laugh. But it was mm-hmm. like, um, even, even when she was like screaming it, but she was like, um, I can't believe I have to know you forever. I know. I feel like that's, I feel like I could hear my mom in my back of my head. I could hear my mom saying about that, about my dad. Like, I'm not saying she ever did, but I feel like that was like something she felt. I'm sure he felt it too. But it's like when she, because when you've had kids with somebody, there's no clean break. Yeah. Like you have to know each other forever. Like you will have to see each other at college graduation. You're going to have to talk about the you know how the kids going to get pay for college you got to see them at you got to see them at the fucking wedding shower it's like forever you know mm-hmm. um yeah. but i just the way she's she said that it just it 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 made me laugh yeah um uh i feel like there's so much more we could talk about but i feel like in the interest of keeping this yeah. podcast at a reasonable mm-hmm. length shall we skip i mean we can't not we talk about the letter the end we have to talk yes. about the letter. So why don't you why don't you take that, Sarah? So, okay. So the the the, the movie begins with them, uh, mm-hmm. like we hear them and their voices mm-hmm. re, 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 reading their le- letters about what they love about each other. And mm-hmm. at the end, we see Henry on his bed. He has found his mom's let 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 letter about mm-hmm. his dad, mm-hmm. um, and uh chart 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 charlie sees him and hears him and he's trying to read which is like to read yeah and also i feel like shouldn't that kid be a bit a better reader i'm just i'm not i'm just by then yeah maybe eight or nine or something i was like i was like man i feel like my eight-year-old is uh although i mean maybe his maybe her handwriting's not great i don't know well it was very it was kirk kirk yeah that's hard i can't read cursive so i i I feel for the kid all right and then um, Charlie sits down and then Henry reads a little bit more and Char- Charlie realizes what it is and then starts to to read and just he starts crying oh and I start feels- crying and probably oh Chris started crying. Chris did um, cry. Yes. Chris started crying. Yes. And when um, he gets to the end where it's like, I loved him two seconds after I saw him and I will love him forever or something like she's that. She's like, I, I, I'm not, I'm never going to stop loving him even if it doesn't make any sense or even if it's yeah. stupid or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And he just like, and uh, 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 Adam driver just 
started crying and I was just like, oh God. <laughs> there was a part of the, le- the letter he skipped over, which I remember being very funny. Yeah. Um, I don't the, remember. The alcohol and the oh, par- parents. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Gonna skip yeah. over that part. Um, God, the, yeah, that was just, I loved the way that came back in. Like that yeah. was a really beautiful Yes. And then um, she's at the door, door doorway and she's crying and it's just and, like And they're just acknowledging. Like that was the right time. Like the therapist was trying to push them into it and that was mm-hmm. the time when he needed to hear the letter and when yeah. she was ready to share it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, like I I just about this film like I really do love how they portrayed divorce with people who love each other as mm-hmm. this really complicated thing. Mm-hmm. Like you still love them and care about them, even though you don't want to be married to them anymore. Yeah. And I think this movie did do that well in showing them being vulnerable. Like there were moments where like he came to fix her gate and she cut his hair and like, Oh movie- God, when she cut his and- hair. Oh. Yeah. And then it ends with like her, like and she tying ties his shoe. His shoe. Mm. So it's like, and the I, mean, I need some chocolate. Yeah. Where's the chocolate? I didn't bring any chocolate with me. I have my Chris. Chris, get me some chocolate. <laughs> Actually, he he bought me like ninety dollars worth of chocolate. <gasps> I know. Is it de- depression chocolate? Cho- it's depression chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, I ran out of nightstand chocolate. You know, mm-hmm. I keep chocolate in my nightstand so that in, yeah. in bed I can eat a little bit before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was like really mad. I was upset because I was out of nightstand chocolate. So he went on Amazon and just like ordered me like tons of Aww, chocolate. That's sweet. I know. Sweet. Um, so do you do think we should do our moments of thirst? Thirsty moments. Okay. Yeah. Should I go first? Because you have like yes, 11. Okay. So I feel like maybe I'll knock off a few years. Yeah. Okay. So these, this is the three and up moments of thirst. I thought it was going to be three thirsty moments, three moments of thirst, I'm but so now sorry. it's... <laughs> Did I just say I'm so sorry? I'm so I'm sorry. So sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. I, I'm So I'm going to do... Should I do all four of the original ones? Because I yes. narrowed it down to three. Okay. Yes. Number one, and I put this in all caps, hair. Okay. I don't think... I don't... I've seen a lot of Adam Driver movies, and I don't know if his hair has ever looked better than it does in this movie. Really? Oh my god, it's so silky. The way he runs his hands through it. It's like perfectly quaffed at all times, but not in a like in a way that looks like too fake. Like it's just like like I don't know who the hair and makeup person was on set, but that person like deserves some kind of award just for just for the just for his hair. That's so fu- funny. I like I his hair was looked- a biggest turn on for me in this movie, honestly. So funny. Like, I thought that his hair looked like it hadn't been cut in too long. Also, every time she cut his hair, I was just like, oh, my God, I could watch this forever. That's so funny. Like, I could watch a whole fucking movie of just somebody cutting his hair. Like, I mean, in I real do, time. I do like his hair. But for some reason, when they kept bringing up the haircuts, I was like, yeah, he does kind of need a haircut. No, but- I like it. I like that length. And I don't, I don't, I like, it was perfect. And it was just so like, it was just, at, at one point, Alan Alda, didn't Alan Alda like reach up and like, maybe run, touch his hair at one point during their meeting? Or may, am I imagining that? I don't know. I don't know. 
So hair. <laughs> hair is my number one. I mean, I think that was the biggest, uh, the biggest, the big, the biggest moment of thirst for me was just like every, like every, every time moment. I could appreciate his hair. Yeah. Um, number two, I have dad clothes. <laughs> like somehow Adam Driver made dad clothes look sexy, like the cardigans and like the, you know, weird, like the slacks. I mean, it's like he should look like a total dork. But there was something like super hot about his dad look- clothes. No, yeah. he looks super hot in dad clothes. Yeah. Um. The my third moment is when he sings "Being Alive." Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, at first, it's first of all, it started out like that annoying thing that happens with theater kids, where they're like they feel like they need to sing all the time, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh god. But he said, also, I love that it wasn't perfect. Like it didn't mm-hmm. sound like a perfectly rehearsed song. Like there were moments yeah. where it was a little off pitch. But also, like, it morphed in from, like, just this performative act to something that seemed really personal and sad. Like, an oddly yeah. vulnerable, personal moment in front of a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to my last moment of thirst. And I don't know how I feel about... I don't know how you're going to feel about me when I say this. But all the crying. I yeah. don't know why. Do yes. you agree? Yes. Why is it hot when he cries? I don't understand. Like, why? What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? There's something very hot about a man crying. But like the way that he hot. does it, where it's like, yeah. like vulnerable and yeah. you're like. <sighs> yeah, I think man crying is super hot. Super why is it so hot? hot? Because it's like verboten in society. It's like they're told they're sh- they shouldn't show that kind kind of a, a, emotion. Mm-hmm. So when they actually like let their guard down, it's like ooh, I'm I'm special. Like they've let me see them cry. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Oof, the crying. It was a big yeah. kink for me in this movie. I have a crying kink apparently, but not, <laughs> but in yeah. the right circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Like not during sex. I don't want any crying during sex. No. No. I mean, it depends. If that's like the crying, wrong. If they're place crying about how much they love no. you, no, no, that is not the place for that. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want that. Not during sex. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. I don't want to take care of you and your emotions. During sex. But what if you're crying at the same time? I'm not going to cry. Why would I cry during sex? What if one? If I'm crying, I'm obviously not enjoying myself. <laughs> There's something wrong if I'm no, crying. I understand. You're both crying about how much you love each, o- ch- each other. Ew, no. Not during sex. No. Okay. I mean, for some other people. I'm If it that's for you, great. But no, I don't. Because I literally have. I mean, not Chris. So it's not, this feels like it's getting very personal. I, there was a guy in my early twenties that I was dating who did cry during sex sometimes. And I was like, I was like, this is the fucking worst. Like, please don't do this. Like in my head, I was like, I need to go home now. (laughs) Well, you probably weren't like, were you in, in la, la? Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. He was, he was a, big crier but like not like sex is not the time for crying that's just my opinion i mean there's different kinds of sex 
sure. there's like there's the crying sex, sex which <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, okay, Sarah, your moments of thirst. Okay, I have very specific. This is why Ooh, I have okay. Leather, I like the, this. Yours were more like general, hair, yeah. general. Yeah. So. Char- Charlie getting su- super competitive about mon- mon- Monopoly when oh, he like really? yelling at his yeah. son at the beginning Ooh. about, about oh. Monopoly. I did so- not like that. <laughs> no, no. I was like, ew. It made me think about why I hate board games. See, I for me, it was like I was more attracted to the way that Adam was portraying it. Like this was okay. all me being thirsty about the actor. Oh, okay, okay. The character. I wasn't really thirsty about the character, but like okay, the fair. actor. Okay. Um, so you want to play a board game with him and have him yell at you? No, no, no. And I then like cry. The way, I like the way he played it. <laughs> sure. Like yeah, yeah. You were appreciating the craft. Yes. Okay. Fair. I know this is dumb. Um, Char- Charlie doing a terrible English act. Accent, you know, when he's talking to her sister. Yes, it actually has a terrible accent, and then he responds with like a terrible accent. It reminded me of the episode of Girls where he's playing the character, the English character from from Major Barbara. Anyway, we'll get there when we get to Girls, but it reminded me of that because I just recently watched rewatched all of Girls, and I was like, oh, it's it's like his character from uh, Major Barbara. Anyway. Yeah, so that 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 made me laugh. Lots of my thirsty moments are moments where I laughed. Oh, good. And that that makes me thirsty. Well, I mean, there um, weren't a lot of moments of laughter, so um, perhaps only eleven. So when he's too far away from the hit 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 dispenser in the parking mm-hmm. garage, that's like oh yeah, get yeah. out of the car. I didn't like believe that way. for a second. There's no way there. And look, there are two moments in this movie that I do not believe. Number one, that there is a ticket uh, dispensary that is too far away for Adam Driver's fucking long ass arms to reach. Don't believe that for a second. Yeah. And number two, the scene where he can't open a jar of pickles. I cannot. <laughs> there's no world where Adam Driver cannot open a fucking jar of pickles. Anyway, please continue. Um, when he's in costume and he reaches for for the door to mm-hmm. let um, his ex-wife in, just the way he like moved. Mm. I don't know. It was very cute. Um, oh, when he was dressed as the Invisible Man. Yes. And oh, okay. He was like, that was creepy as fuck. <laughs> I was like, is he in there? Is that a? Do they have a? Is that an intern? And Adam took the day off. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing. Um, when he's not sure what he wants to eat at the, the that was the, cute the, the meeting. Very oh, cute. That like Very ripped cute. my heart out. That yeah, ripped my she, heart like, out. She like chose what he ate. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what's he gonna do when she's not here anymore? Um, Chris and I always split like five appetizers. That's what our go to is. <laughs> We split like five appetizers and then like take most of it home because we just like we need a variety. Yeah. Um, Char- Charlie crying when he gets told the st- story by his law- 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 lawyer, which is um, mm-hmm. which story was that? I wrote that down. Um, but what, I forget what that was. Well, no, his lawyer was telling a story that seemed kind of unrelated. And I think Charlie was crying because he was thinking about I think the, his situation was sinking in. Oh, uh, okay. And I think he was crying because he realized, like, I really might lose my son. Yeah. Like, I might have oh, to choose yeah. between my life 
in New York and my son, like, I think it was really sinking in. And that's when he was like, am I paying for the story or cause he like yeah. was really yeah. starting to understand the gravity of the situation. Yeah. So again, crying, I guess mm-hmm. um, when he yells at Nicole and says that horrible thing. And then he starts to cry and like falls mm-hmm. to the floor. The crying. Um, yes. Crying, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a real c- crying kink, Sarah. I didn't know that was possible, but apparently. Um, and then when he lets the social worker out and gets blood on the door. That was disgusting. I was like, he's getting blood everywhere. I was so concerned. It and then when he's like so running much. the sink water into his wound, I was like, and then he grabbed the paper towels and I wanted to be like, Charlie, paper towels will not clot your wound. You got to get some fucking gauze or something. You got to clot that shit. Paper, it's just going to run right through a paper towel. Yeah, based. I mean, again, it's a, a moment. Both of those. The um, mm-hmm. just when he lets her out and kind of like wait. Reaches. So you were thirsty when he got blood all over the door. I'm not going to shame you, but it made it's... me laugh. Oh, okay. I was I was thirsty whenever he did something that made me laugh. You were just looking for a little levity. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then when he sings "Be Be mm. Being Alive," mm-hmm. and then his reaction to Henry re re re. re Mm. eating her uh her things yeah it's just his face it was just like i know oof oof those are my things oh my god well i feel charged up i don't know about you <laughs> that was a uh, yes. so th- i i hope the listeners i hope you enjoyed us trying to find something s- to sexualize about this fu- sad fucking movie that's what we're here to do uh well i think that pretty much wraps up our i mean i feel like we could go on and on and on but uh i think we'll just stop right there with our discussion of marriage story um overall i i i don't i i don't want to say i enjoyed it because i i don't feel like enjoyment is the feeling i was having but Mm -hmm. i it was a good movie it was a great movie it was well done i appreciate the craft of it appreciate that's a good word for and it. i probably won't ever watch it again Mm-mm. because it's too fucking it sad i didn't even want to watch it again for this but i did because- i might just like watch a montage of him running his hands through his hair though like i think mm-hmm. i could see myself doing that and crying and crying yeah just a care cry montage as you would imagine i'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom but i can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy shall we do an adam or andy trivia contest or trivia yeah competition now, Adam or Andy a competition for one I did facts that are related to their wives and kids oh um, Sarah I love the themes so for those of you who are new to the show Adam or Andy is a competition where Sarah reads trivia to me and I have to guess whether she's talking about Adam Driver or Andy Samberg I think this is going to be so easy and I'm so sorry oh, this is going to be so easy fucking, let's but... he- let's bring it on I need a victory honestly all right he and his wife had crushes on each other from afar before they met and were introduced by mutual friends. Mm. Or he and his wife met in school. They got married in secret, telling only a few relatives and close friends. Well, since I know that Adam and Joanne went to Juilliard together, mm-hmm. not whatever we said on the first episode, uh, I'm going to have to guess that number two is Adam and his wife. And the first mm-hmm. one is Andy, and his and wife, Joanna, yeah. right? Because jo- it's Joanne and Joanna, right? 
Yes. Which what is a, kind of which weird. Which? Well, Joanne is married to in, in, in Adam Driver. Um, okay. So, then so it must be Joanna. Joanna. Yeah. And they were both were married in 2013 as well. Um, weird. Weird. It's okay. like this podcast was meant to be. I know. Um, okay. All right. Ding, ding, ding. I won that one. Yeah. One more. Oh, okay. He was gripped with the urge to buy Steph Curry nurse shoes when he became a dad. Or. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't know where your sources are, but I I like this. Um, Or he turned protecting his child's privacy into a military operation, keeping knowledge of his birth secret for two years. Uh, The second one is definitely Adam Driver. For sure. He kept that. He kept that shit a secret. Yes. I respect. And I can definitely see Andy Samberg wearing fucking nurse shoes. <laughs> so I found an article that was just all a- a- Andy's takes on being a dad. And they oh were my hilarious. God. Yeah. Can we, can you share that article? I want to put yeah. it up on the, like tweet it or something. That yeah, sounds so cute. cute. Can it's you s- cute. send that to me and I'll, I'll tweet that shit. Um, wow, that was really, is that it? Was that it? Yeah, that's that it. was great, actually. What a great theme. And also, what cute dads. I know. Cute dads. Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. <laughs> okay. But wait, I have to worry about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood. Are you ready to spin the wheel? Yes. Okay, so we just did an Adam Driver film, which means our next film or whatever, because there's other stuff on there, is going to be Andy Samberg. So let me make sure I've got the right. Get That's My Boy off there. Get it I off. I did. I did. I took it off. It's not. We're, I'm never going to make you watch that again, Sarah. I promise. All right. So let's uh, let's share the screen. Yeah. Okay. And there we go. Uh We've got uh, our wheel picker. We got Hot Rods, Celeste and Jesse Forever, The Lonely Island Shorts, which is replacing uh, That's My Boy, Seven Days in Hell, Pop Star, and Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Ooh. So here we go. Let's see. What is the next? What, what is the next thing that we're watching? What is it? It is, is Celeste and J- Jesse. Celeste and Jesse. Oh, well, here, let me look it up for you. Here, I'm going to stop the screen share. Um, I've actually seen this movie, but it's been a long time. Let me see if I can find it here. Celeste and Jesse. Celeste and Jesse. It's got, um, hang on. It's one of those. Oh, so it's Celeste and Jesse Forever is actually the name of the movie. Okay. Sorry. Celeste and Jesse Forever. It's got Rashida Jones in it. Mm. Okay. Uh, oh, no, Sarah. What? Does it have Adam Sandler? No, it doesn't. No, there's no Adam Sandler. Then, so what is going on? This is. What? Okay. I forgot about this. Obviously, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. There, here's the synopsis. A divorcing couple. Tries to maintain their friendship while they both pursue other people. Oh my god! What? <laughs> I you can't make this shit up. Wow! Like the universe wants us to watch divorce. movies about divorce, but no Adam, no Adam uh, Sandler in this movie. Oh my god! So it's a, it's a 
I rem- I don't remember that movie being as sad as Marriage yeah, Story. I remember it being like not. it is like a kind of an indie kind of you know has oh, an indie kind of okay. thing. I don't remember a lot about it, um, but I have seen it. So okay, well that's probably a good thing that you don't remember a lot about it. I'm sure if it was bad, you would remember it was bad. Right. Or sometimes when I watch a bad movie, I, it, it I just it gets wiped from my memory banks. But uh, I remember that I remember liking it. I remember liking the movie. So mm-hmm. there's that. So that's it. That the next movie we're watching, guys, is Celeste and Jesse Forever, starring Andy Samberg and Rashida Jones. Oh. So Rashida there we go. Rashida Jones. I love her. I love her. I love a Rashida her. Jones flick. I'm happy yeah. to see that. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go load up on ninety dollars worth of chocolate. Like I'm just gonna eat it all in one sitting so that I can curb my depression. Maybe I'll keep watching that Netflix documentary series about video games. What are you going to do, Sarah? Um, I am going to uh, go go to sleep. Okay. You know, last night I slept from like five to nine, Ooh. like five p.m. Five to p.m. Nine. To, that is unusual for you. And then I slept again from like ten to five. What is happening? I don't know. But I fell asleep at five. And there were people who were te- 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 texting me. I woke up at nine and I was like, oh. Oops. Um, sorry. I was asleep <laughs> and you shouldn't be asleep. <laughs> oh, I have to plug our fucking social medias and shit before ah. we go. Um, so we have. So first of all, uh, if you're listening to the show, thank you. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, of course, we are available on um we're available on Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're also on iHeartRadio, so you can check us out on all those things. Um, we would love to interact with you in the social media space. Um, tweet us uh, your thoughts about Marriage Story, uh, send us your Adam and Andy news that we can share with the world, or your memes, or your pics. Thirsty moments. Send us your thirsty moments. Um, uh, so you can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Adam and Andy podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Adam Andy pod. So that's that, you know, um, all right, Sarah, will you enjoy your, you enjoy that sleep. I hope you dream of men crying during sex. Yeah. I was just thinking <laughs> you were going to say that. Oh my God. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> 